you're tuning in to the Sweet Success Podcast, and this is episode number seven. You're listening to the Sweet Success Podcast, brought to you by DeeperInBusiness.com. Sweet success, that feeling of accomplishment, that I'm the it feeling. I am your host, Deepa, business strategist, consultant, and lecturer. This podcast is inspiration, entrepreneurial, mindset, strategy, and all things successfully sweet. Each week, I will bring you episodes to learn, be inspired, and progress deeper in your success. So what do you say? Stick around for this episode. Let's taste the sweetness of success. This episode is brought to you by my online free masterclass, How to Plan the Right Business, a complete step-by-step system to plan your business on one canvas. Having your business mapped out on this canvas will give you more clarity, more focus, and more transparency to turn your idea into a plan of action. In just nine simple steps in this free masterclass, you will have your business modeled out and ready to go. Join the free masterclass simply by clicking on the link in the description of this episode. You will be directed to a page. I will just need a few details and you will be sent the link which you need to click when the webinar is about to start. Remember, you deserve to show the world what you are made of. Take me up on this opportunity. You will not be disappointed. I hope to see you in there. Hello and welcome back to episode number five. There is already a business like mine out there. How to start a business even though somebody else is already doing it. In this episode, I am going to be talking about a topic very near and dear to my heart. And that is the fear of starting a business that is similar to an already existing business. So I'm going to begin this podcast by outlining two very different versions of two very different Deepas' reactions to this question. The first Deepa, which let's say is the Deepa five years ago, and the second Deepa is today's Deepa. Let's start with five years ago Deepa. So Deepa, how are you going to start a business even though somebody else is already doing it? Great. There goes my dreams of starting this business. Because here's Melody already doing it so well. She's already doing everything I want to do. In fact, it's exactly what I want to do. Maybe even better. She's got systems in place. She has customers. She's already making revenue. She's far ahead than I am. She's more noticeable online than I am. Oh, well, Deepa. Never mind. Just keep searching and you'll make your breakthrough one day. And that was it. Honestly, this is exactly what happened. I was so afraid to start a business that had already been started. For fear that it would not work out and that I wouldn't succeed. And all the entire doubts of negativity in the entire English language crept into my thoughts. And it was that negativity that made me stall. To be honest, at that time, I didn't really take it as negativity. 
But now I clearly see it was 100% negativity and limiting beliefs. And that resulted in these limiting factors which made my process of starting a business so much more difficult. Simply because I forgot to believe in myself. I never believed that my business could be different even though it's similar to somebody else's. And I'm sure I'm not the only person feeling this way right now. So let's look at current Deepa's response. Okay, so Marie is doing something I want to do. In fact, my entire business model is a replica of hers. Well, what can I do with this now? How can I fit this to me? Where can I leverage my uniqueness? Yes, her business is her business. Where can I leverage myself? How can I turn this into my favor? I will repeat that, Deepa. Ask yourself, how can I turn this into my favor? Now, I don't want to copy her. She's fantastic and she's already doing a great job. But hey, we're running two different races here. She started way back when. And I'm starting now. With billions of people in this world, I think I can leverage my uniqueness and make this business mine. My customers will be... And so the ball got rolling. So let's get down to this idea of starting a business that someone is already doing. You can already tell the two different responses of the two different deepers here. Now, I am going to help you to straighten up a little and really get it drilled into yourself that you can start a business even though someone else is already doing it. And here's how. To begin with, I'm going to just put it out there for you. Why you should start your own business even though there are thousands, billions of businesses like yours. Before I go any further, I want to share a story with you. So I'm currently living in Morocco. And on certain days of the week, you can go to the market and get lovely fresh veggies and fruits. Now taking into consideration that the actual fact that those people I am buying my fruits and vegetables from are actually entrepreneurs. Let's just call them entrepreneurs because they're running businesses of their own to make a living. Essentially, they may not have a physical premises. This may be their side hustle. But for the simple fact that they are selling a product or service, in this case, it's mainly a product, let's refer to them as entrepreneurs. Right. Now, when we were in the market, I always used to ask my husband, thinking from a business perspective, I said to him, how are these people actually earning a living? When they literally, they go to the same place, they're selling the same products, they're having the same prices, how are they actually making a living? I mean, they're going to the same place at the same time to sell pretty much the same products. It's not that they even have a brand or a logo or anything that uniquely sets them apart, except for where they are positioned in the actual premises of the marketplace. That was the only way of identifying each individual from the other. Now, my husband never really answered my question. I guess he thought the same thing. But here's the thing, though. After many times of going to the market and actually seeing which person is more attractive to purchase from, now, after many times of actually going to the market and actually seeing and really seeing for myself which person I would like to purchase my fruits and vegetables from, even though the next person was selling the same thing, were based on two things. 
two defining factors that really made us as returning customers to these vendors or entrepreneurs. Let's give credit when it's due. The only thing that made us as returning customers were one, quality, quality of the products, and the quality of the customer service. And really, as consumers, isn't that all we want? We want one, quality of our products, and two, quality of service. When we're paying money for something, right, we want to be sure that we're getting something of good value. If we're paying for it, we must be treated well in order to return and continue returning. So forget that you have a business similar to another. That shouldn't be the limiting factor in starting your business. What you should focus on is how to provide quality in what you are offering, be it a product or a service. Can you provide value to your customers? Can you satisfy a pain point that your ideal customer is experiencing? If your business can, then start it. Here's the deal though. Make sure you are clear on your customer though. Be sure who you want to sell to. Anyway, now that we have that story out there, let's move on to the five things that you need to know when starting a business you know has already been started. The first thing is make your business you. Now I say this because I want you to know that your business is unique to you. If you allow for it to be unique to you, if you're going to be similar and mimicking other businesses and not giving your business a unique feel, your business will be like the others. If you allow for yourself to mirror its every facet, if you're going to keep on looking at what your competitors are doing, your business will suffer as a result. Know your competitors, see your competitors, Look at your competitors, heck be friends with your competitors, but draw the line to your uniqueness. Customers see your uniqueness. I know I do. If it's the same, it's sane. If it's different, it's insane. I'll say that again. If it's the same, it's sane. If it's different, it's insane. The second thing I want to share with you today is run your own race. Now, many people say this. In fact, Marie Folio has always repeated this. She's a mentor of mine and she has always repeated this. Run your own race. Now, running your own race will allow for you to be more consistent in your own business rather than window watching your competitors' races. Focus on your own race. You will attract your customers based on your race, not somebody else's. The third thing, which I already mentioned earlier on, is know your customer. Make it your mission to know everything there is to know about your customer. First mistake that we all make is that we, don't, we think of our customer as a group of people. Don't think of your customer as a group of people, but rather think of him or her as an individual. Think, be, and act Say and do like your customer. Get into their shoes. Feel their pains and desires. Once you understand that individual customer, trust me, attracting customers will become so much easier. See how your business can turn your customers' pains into gains. You can only really identify the pains if you truly understand your customer. So point number three is know your customer. The fourth point is 
Get ideas you must, but make it your own. Whatever it is you do for your business, be sure to add your own sweat and blood into it. Yes, at the risk of sounding gruesome and disgusting, because I just want you to know, starting your own business involves a lot of sweat and blood and the occasional, in fact, reoccurring tears in the process. But what is important to know is get ideas, mimic other ideas, make them your own though. Make sure when you are getting an idea from another competitor, really justify to yourself how you can make that unique to you. How can you make what it is that you are borrowing, the technique, a tactic, a skill that you are borrowing from that a competitor probably is doing really well and you are borrowing from them, how can you mimic that but make it your own? And the fifth and final and probably the most important step is take it easy. Let's get it out there. It's not going to be easy. If anything, it's going to be far from easy, the furthest point of far from easy. But you need to know that you will be hard on yourself and you will tell yourself it's wrong to relax. If you're anything like me, you will literally be so hard on yourself. But here's the deal. There are going to be times when you're going to feel bad. You're going to tell yourself you can't possibly relax as your business hasn't even kicked off. Or you would rather be working on your business than relaxing and taking it easy. Give yourself breaks. Give yourself room to recover. Refresh and move on. And remember, sometimes jumping from the first step to the third step might do you more harm had you had just accepted moving to the second step rather than jumping to the third step. So I'll repeat that again in case you're confused. Jumping from the first step to the third step might do you more harm had you just accepted moving to the second step rather than the third. Take it in stride. Take what comes. Leave behind what doesn't. What is important is that you are at least moving forwards and not backwards. Wow. I feel that what initially started as a podcast in helping you start a business turned into life lessons by Deepa. Well, truly, there are many life lessons we can learn from starting a business. Really running and starting a business is a true test of character. And that one I'm proud to be running. So before we end off, remember to tell yourself this. I am running my own race. I will start my business, even if there are thousands of businesses like mine out there. My business will be mine. And it's because of this fact that it is mine is the reason why my business will succeed. I am running my own race. I will start my business, even if there are thousands of businesses like mine out there. My business will be mine. And it is because of this fact that it is mine is the reason why my business will succeed. So before we end off, I really want you to think this for yourself. If there is anything out there, any business out there that you really want to start, research about it. See if you can justify to yourself whether there are customers out there, whether you can solve a pain point to a customer. In doing so, you've got yourself a viable business idea. But be sure that this is not going to be easy. You must really research and understand the market that you are going to be providing to, be it your product or service. Understanding the market fully 
Now, you may have a good idea. You may believe in your good idea. But whether others, especially your ideal customer, believes in your idea is something you need to go out and search for yourself. So good luck and stay true to yourself and what you believe in. Until my next podcast, I hope you have a wonderful morning, evening or night, wherever you are. See you in the next podcast. Bye for now.